The Tigers are playing. Two nights. I never miss a game. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. Give me all you got! You know, I don't know how to do laundry, Stuart. I've been needing laundry lessons. You're goddamn right. Welcome to Comic-Con. A geek podcast for the rest of us. A geek podcast for the rest. Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us? My name is Nick Stevens. I am your host, but in a way, aren't we all getting through some news, you know? We're just, we're just hearing the news. All the young dudes give us the news. And uh, what is the news? You know, people are coming. People are going. Crackheads are abounding. People are throwing piss on the metro, and I don't know what's going on, but it's a Friday night when I'm putting this down, and a couple nights ago, emotions were a little raw, you know? Things were threadbare. People had high tension, hypertension, pretension, pre-diabetes. What? More shugs? You got sugar? Yes. And see, here's the deal, kids. No weeble wobble eye, right? I go through life pretty even keel. I'm a pretty down-to-earth guy. Although sometimes I do weeble, and sometimes I bob and weave. Sometimes I shook and I jive. But I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like frothing at the mouth when something I, I read on the internet upsets me. You know what I mean? I'm not one of these, you know, toxic fans, if you will, that just jumps on the next uh, blog. Do they still do blogs? Are blogs still a thing? I don't I don't jump to Twitter. Hey, Twitter world! Or the IG. Or the Spank Bang. Hmm? And just go right down the rabbit hole of fucking toxicity. You know what I'm saying? The toxicity of the city of the city. You know what I mean? I don't do all that. I don't. Because what's the point, you know? Life is too... Sure, it's moment to moment out here, folks. And after all, it's just fiction. So anyway, I'm, uh, I thought I'd do a little intro at the top of this heap because, uh, well, like I said, emotions were a little um, high the other night when Mr. Cavill himself announced on his social meds that he's stepping down. He's not playing Superman. And almost simultaneously, we get a little tweet from uh, Mr. Gunn, James Gunn. Now the director and shareholder custodian of the DCU, folks. So, uh, yeah, it's confirmed. Cavill's not coming back. You know, Gunn said nice things. Cavill said nice things. They tell two friends and so on and so on and so on. Et cetera ad nauseam. But look, we can boil it down to brass tacks here, okay? Gunn wants to do a reset. Okay, fine. And is a new Superman movie going to be okay without Cavill? Apparently, because guess who's writing it? Gunn. And so me, James motherfucking Schuler, and Jay Clark all got together on kind of a last-minute podcast to kind of break all this news down. And I can tell you right now, Jay Clark was very excited about this news. You know, he's been, uh, he has not been shy about his advocacy for breaking up the Snyder world. You know what I mean? You all right? Okay. So like I said, Jay Clark hasn't been very... Oh, I like that. That's a good one. It's a perfect song. It's giving me perfect ambiance for what I'm doing right now. For my little intro here. It's good. 
So, like I said, our little trio, our little impromptu cast got underway. And like I said, Jake Clark was not shy about his disdain for the Snyderverse. My goodness. James Schuler and I were kind of on the same level. Like, hey, it is what it is. They're doing a reset. They're just doing a minor reset. It's okay, right? It's going to be okay. It's going to be in good hands. But here's my thing, and I'll say it one more time before I start the show. Was it all really that necessary? I mean, yeah, I know we got a couple movies out of them, but couldn't we have had like maybe one or two more? I mean, from what I understand, they've already filmed some things that we're never going to see. And uh, it just makes me a little, well, not sad, but a little disappointed, you know? Because I like Hank Cavill, you know what I'm saying? We like Hank. Everybody, anybody that's anybody that listens to this show knows that I love Hank. And I don't just love Hank. I love Hank, you know what I mean? So seeing him go bye-bye kind of brings a little thirsty to my eye, you know? But uh, like I said, Alvi, comment, de s'élevant, you know, or something like that. And uh, upward and onward, quite literally, with a new Superman movie, a young Superman, yawn, but it's okay. We'll see what happens. Because after all, in a world full of negativity, why throw gasoline on the fire, you know? I mean, I'm putting enough fires out at the Hall of Justice on a daily basis. And I'm putting out fires with gasoline! You know what I'm saying? So it really doesn't matter. It's fiction. Was the Weed and Justice League almost better than the Snyder Cut movie? Is it worth a rewatch? I think so. Maybe that's a controversial thought. I don't know. Was it a little light? Could we have had more? I know that CGI mustache... Faux pas was bad news bears back in 2017, but it's not bad when you do the revisit. I'm just saying the Snyderverse had some gems. Those actors had some gem performances, and maybe we could have gotten a little bit more Jimmy Jimmy gemstones out of them before the end of the day. But what do I know? I'm just a guy. I'm just a man. I'm just a proud papa. And I got to get back to my baby boy because we're about to play with some cars. So I hope you enjoy the episode, I hope you enjoy the rants, and absolutely, folks, remember at the end of the day, above all else, whatever we say on this show, don't take it seriously, because it is just what, Zeph? That's right. kind of a world do we live in okay what kind of a world do we live in where a man puts on a red cape for two and a half movies and we say thanks for coming out huh oh. huh come on you know what i mean if we're gonna be real about it i mean he was at least lucky enough to get two movies oh man. hey i'll give it i'll give you that I'll give you that. I mean, technically, if you want to be, he technically got what? Man of Steel, BVS. Technically, he got two Justice Leagues. <laughs> and it's kind of bittersweet, too, because he wrote something pretty heartfelt. Yeah. And I kind of feel for the guy. I'm not his biggest fan, especially as Superman. You know, you know, I've been rooting for a reboot this whole time. I know you have. Um, know. A part of me is like kind of like ecstatic 
to that this is kind of happening. I was laughing my ass off the whole I, time. I, but, I know, I know you were. Yeah, but he did write like a really heartfelt. He's a you know he's a gentleman. But um, well, say tell the Kamikazes what he wrote. All righty, so. Uh, Henry Cavill says, I have just had the meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish him and all involved with the new universe, the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. For those of you who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember <laughs> Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. Okay, well put, well said. I I like his shot at Marvel. <laughs> he was like, he was like, no, Superman's still alive, just because I'm not there. <laughs> I took that as a direct shot. Are we? Are, are we? Are we? Are you trying to infer that Marvel's not alive because uh, Tony Stark left the building? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying that uh, T'Challa dead. because oh. <laughs> the actor dead. I did not go there. Wow. The way they make <laughs> Superman black uh, and then it's racist, but if they make uh, Black Panther, Henry Cavill does Black Panther. <laughs> well, James Gunn, Why not? Uh, James Gunn said in a tweet that they had a meeting and essentially yeah. it was a good meeting and that he's going, he's writing, that James Gunn himself will be writing the new Superman movie and then it's going to focus on a younger Superman. Therefore, no Hank Cavill but that they had a good meeting with Henry and that they look forward to collaborating with him in the future uh, on something else, which makes me think that's not even going to be Superman. Like they already, they're going to do a new Superman, but Hank Cavill's welcome to come back and play another character in the DCU. So you, so everyone's getting Chris Evans. I think that's what's going to happen, <laughs> which is funny because we speculated on the last episode, like what this would mean with Gal Gadot. And then it's like trickling in. And I think by 2023, early 2023, we're going to get the official announcements with the new plans. So is this that last nail in the coffin kind of a thing? I think the we got Henry. I think we got one more nail to go. Mm. What, Affleck? Well, actually, well, you see the, actually you see one they cancel Keaton. They cancel Keaton and Batman Beyond. I So I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, That's, the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. That was pretty monumental just to imagine like the possibility of keaton being that the you know batman beyond project i think it at one Mentor, point it's kind of like yeah. a rumor it was like one of those like dream cast um but apparently they took you know they ran with it for a bit yeah i mean we still have the flash which hasn't even released a trailer we got trailers for fucking indiana jones 5 and we don't even have a, a, an actual new trailer for the flash which supposedly supposedly coming out in june mm. So I think we have a few more nails in this coffin, Schuler. I think I think James Gunn's gonna fucking dick me and pull the movie. <laughs> oh, I hope not. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> My, and, I, and he's gonna put it in a tweet or on Instagram that this is for me because this is personal. I've been waiting like ten years for this movie. I know. Well, hey, look, and let's be real. We're excited about this movie because we just want to see Keaton back in that bat suit too. At this point, I just want to see the movie. 
<sighs> good, bad, or indifferent. I don't care. I just want to see it. Do you want to see like an old, like older Batman in a suit? I was thinking about that the other day. Because he's old, you know? Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. I, saw, I saw I saw the god yeah. I saw the goddamn ears in that fucking that fucking um whatever what was that thing that they they did virtually the DC pop up show or some their, bullshit their teaser whatever yeah yeah but and yeah, we saw those we goddamn ninety two suit right and we got we saw the goddamn ears those tall ass fucking ears mm. the Snyderverse uh, fans how you think they're taking it <laughs> oh I'm sure they're fucking taking I mean look I've already gotten a few messages this shit just happened tonight. Okay, listen, folks listening, it's a Wednesday night. By the time this goes up, it'll be well into next week. Hallelujah. That much closer to Christmas. Jay, <laughs> Jay got an early Christmas gift, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, Com- Comic-Con has already hit me up going, oh my God, what do you think about this? Oh, this is interesting, you know. Another friend of mine said, Harry Styles as the new Superman. I'm calling it. <laughs> like, this is what's going to happen. Here we go again. He, he might. I mean, I mean, he, he just fucked around and got divorced. I mean, so uh <laughs> I mean he gonna hit the gym and shit. Bro. You never know. Yeah, let's let's please not start that trend because that would not be a f- oh man, Harry Styles. Oh man. Well, it was just as bad as the Ellen Page as the flat as Barry Allen. He's a handsome little boy. So the fans are the fans are the fans are the fans, Ooh. right? And let's let's be honest. What what do we really care about all these changes? Of course we do. But do we really care to like let it like bother us and let it ruin our day? No, we don't. I mean, the movie's going to be fine. Yeah. It's in good hands. James Gunn is going to do a good Superman movie. I'm sure of it. Uh, I do find it interesting that he's writing the script because I thought he was going to be mostly just like a CEO, producer, approver of projects. So that that's kind of interesting. That's it. Already sounds like oh no, you're not only making some creative choices. You 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 actually are going to be writing some of this shit. <laughs> Well, not just some of this shit. I think it's like the most yeah. pivotal, most important character kind of to yeah. kind of launch this thing that he doesn't want to leave it in the hands of anybody else. And I that right. kind of makes sense. Like Superman, he's not the first choice, uh, but it makes sense because it's his baby now. And that uh, they when they said we're going to really focus on Superman moving forward, I think that was already a big red flag that Henry wasn't I don't he wasn't in. Because that meant it was looking like they were, you know, trying to build something new. And and by the time, you know, they in 10 years, you know, the, this whole universe fleshed out. I don't know. I just didn't see a, a place for them, to be honest. And I, I feel bad for the Snyderverse. <laughs> I so think- I don't really feel bad about the Snyderverse. They, ha- they had their chance. Yeah, no, they had no but look, but look. So I don't think it's even about even though you're right, there are going to be those Snyderverse fans that are going to be fucking kirking the fuck out. But for me, it's not even about Snyderverse versus Newverse or whatever, DCU versus DCE. For me, it's like these are all good actors that brought really good things to each of these roles that they were given. I'm talking Affleck. I'm talking Godot. I'm talking Cavill. Ezra Miller, I'm just going to leave that one alone. I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they all brought like good shit to the roles. And even the directors that worked on those movies brought really cool stuff. I mean, I still watch Man of Steel at least once a year, at least for the flight scene, for all the scenes with him and, and Pa Kent and and that fucking Hans Zimmer score. And there's some magic in there, right? Even if it's polarizing and not everybody loved it. To me, as much as I love James Gunn, it doesn't make sense 
to take these people yeah. that have already been in the universes, that we've already established some ties to a universe, and to just wipe the slate clean and do new movies with new actors playing. Essentially, we're doing new, new origin movies, which is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing new origin movies, which to me is like, ugh, like ad nauseum. It's like, for him, it's it, it's like getting your girlfriend to cover up her tattoo of her ex-boyfriend's name. Mm. God damn. God mm. damn. God damn. Am I right? So you're in agreement. So he showed sure. up and was like, nah, this got to go. All this shit got to go. Cover this up. But we're not even covering <laughs> up. We're getting we're getting all new girlfriends. But DC was still there first. But the, what I'm saying is like, your analogy, while, while I love it, your analogy should be going with what I'm saying. Like, no, we cover up the tattoo. We keep the girlfriend. No, yeah. yeah. Well, you can't get rid of Superman. So you got to cover up Cavill. And get oh, Cavill is the tattoo. Yes. Cavill is the tattoo. <laughs> Jay, you got it right. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm so does, does this kind of prove that like my my fears or theories that the it wasn't all good like this whole cyberverse kind of experiment wasn't the best thing and they that, that's how bad it is that they just need to wipe the kind of slate clean yeah obviously there were some missteps but i'm saying you could have taken those people and put them in other movies with other characters and it would have worked no but then no because then those people are going to bring the the other fan it's the, still what, the, the snyder crazies to me like the snyder yeah. fan this whole Snyderverse, they're like the maga of of like the dc fan <laughs> so you're saying just yeah. in, a, in, a, in one fell swoop to just eliminate any controversy of the snyder fans being like blah 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 blah, blah, blah. like just yeah, yeah. wipe it all clean yeah Whatever and then gotta start, go. start new yeah, I agree. Because yeah, so even these... though I love the characters, or I love the actors who they got rid of, you know, I understand. I I get where he's going with it. Maybe know. maybe Cavill might return. You know, maybe he'll return. Maybe like a because they're gonna do some probably some multiverse craziness at some point. It wouldn't be fun, especially for the fans, if he comes back. It's like Kingdom Come Superman. He's gonna he's he's gonna play his own dad in the uh, in the reboot. So wait, when wait, they're wait. sending him off into uh in the rocket ship. While I don't hate that idea, I gotta I gotta go back to to Jay's comment. He did post that Kingdom Come teaser thing. Yeah. It, saying he was making plans. So if he does a young Superman now, do you think maybe we could get the our our, our Infinity War could be Kingdom Come storyline? Yeah, I think that might be that could be the end game. I don't know how they how you would start with that, but I can see how you would end it all with Kingdom. That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So a younger Superman, we we give it ten years to build up all the characters because he's going to build people up right, not just make some bullshit. So yeah, I say about what eight to ten years, you could probably we'll get Kingdom Come. It's so fucked right now because I'm talking to two DC guys that are like huge DC guys. And I'm more of a Marvel guy. So, of course, I can't go into this fight thinking I'm going to win. I mean, not that I have much of a fight. I mean, I know it's going to be fine. I'm not really that worried about what's happening here. Or, I mean, I'm like, I know it's, you know, it's in good hands. It's not like, all right, we're going to do three more Ezra Miller Flash movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, no, nah, I'm sorry, bro. You know what? We had a good run. Character. In all honesty, I think this, the, the Snyder era had to end. I think, I, in my opinion, it's it's uh, it's going to be a stain. That's how I see it. It's going to be a stain in the movie pantheon of superhero movies. It's going to be that. Know. 
It's going to be stain? that era. Yes, it's bad. No, it's all come bad. on. It's not all bad. Oh, it's, most of it is bad. Most That's, of it is mediocre. Mediocre? It, it, oh, yeah. It spawned the most crazy, gnarly fans who just, uh, in my opinion, they don't get it for the most part. Yes, you can shit all over me. No, I think there are some, look. I think there's some toxic fandom with anything. They got you got it with Star Wars. You even have it with Marvel. No, I'm being toxic. They're fine. No, I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is I think you have some really good shit there. You do have like there was some really good things in the Wonder Woman movie. There was some really good stuff in Man of Steel. Um, I don't think there's anything really wrong with Man of Steel because I just think it's a different take on the character. I think people that go to Man of Steel thinking they're going to see Chris, a Christopher Reeve Superman movie are in for a surprise. When you go to that, but that's not, but that's right. Thank you. That that's not what Snyder did. He was like, no, I'm going to make it more like the Earth One Superman. It's going to be a little darker, and it's going. He's going to be a little bit more vulnerable. It's not going to be starting off with Clark. It's going to be, Clark, it's not Clark the reporter, the mild man reporter. It's Clark the explorer who just. I mean, for Christ's sake, in the same movie, he learned how to fly. In the same movie, as an adult, after getting the suit. True, and then people are freaking out, like, "Why did he let all those people die in Metropolis?" Motherfucker just learned how to fly, and they made Superman inst instead of. Clark. I just figured out I had powers. Right. Well, that's that's why you don't have uh, the big baddie go against him when he on the first movie like that and destroy a gold transformer yeah, in the city. Yeah, you you wait for the third movie for that kind of mayhem, but they they just pushed that on the first one. It I went full hand with the Doomsday. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I'll concede then, to that. Yeah, and, and that was a shit show, and I'll agree with that. But it was too much. But they also gave us Batfleck with a fucking voice modulator, and they put him in a goddamn post-apocalyptic scenario after Flash jumped through the Batcave in some kind of weird time portal, hinting at injustice storyline. Yeah, but he's dumb, you know. He a, but he's dumb. He's a dumb Batman. He's like a dumb, burly, brig brute Batman. How is he dumb? Hey, man, he's just, he just—he's not—he hey. doesn't solve anything in the movie with what we know batman like with his smarts like snyder didn't never showcase like anything about batman he just said i have money and like toys and you know he's strong because that batman I'll, i will i will agree and also disagree i agree that they didn't showcase his detective skills but they also weren't showcasing a young detective they were showcasing an older batman who was had been through the ringer you know what i'm saying Who'd been so more brutalized racist batman racist uh, where, where are you from krypton uh, alien legal alien <laughs> tell us how you really feel about the snyderverse <laughs> i fucking hate the whole thing i thought i'd be popping off but god damn <laughs> it's stupid the horse and listen i blame nolan too for this shit because they, they they nolan brought that motherfucker on board because of the hype with the Batman movies that he made. And then Nolan was the first one out. He was like, fuck it. I'm out. This is a shit show. That's right. He produced the, was it, did he, did he produce the first two or did he just Man produce of Man of Steel? Yeah. And, and BBS, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, we, we got to blame Damn. Nolan for Snyder. Just like we got to blame uh, Spielberg for Michael Bay. <laughs> well, it's hit or miss, right? I mean, we get a Pattinson movie that showcases, uh, the Batman's detective skills, right? Detective. Right. But then it also showcases him being a little emo bitch. Yeah. Who goes yeah, to the did. front door and asks for permission instead of crashing through a goddamn skylight like he should. Can I get an amen from the choir? Amen! You know what I'm saying? But they, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned have, the Batman. They didn't have I, a skylight. You could have put one in the building. <laughs> Help me out, Schuler. 
get get what's his name uh, on the production on the uh, production design and put a goddamn skylight in there <laughs> or something not a skylight maybe a fuck i don't know but just don't knock on the door and say hey no. you know who i am uh, no, I heard, like, I think I read somewhere that the reason for the one door was to, like, symbolize that kind of, like, the the hole, on like, that Tom and Jerry kind of hole for the rat, because it's a rat that lives there. Here we go again with the symbolism. Yeah, I read it somewhere. It's, I read That's it on the great. Internet. I'm sure it's true. And, and I'm sure he's a, look, Matt Reeves is a fantastic director, and thank, you know, God bless him for having all the symbolism in the world. But I don't go to Batman for the symbolism. <laughs> you know? I want some goosey. You, you want night night and ass. <laughs> I want I want goosey. You get the goosies? I got no goosies. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. I got a little bit of goosies at the end when I he like that movie, man. when he led the people out in the Very water funny. and he helped the woman. No, but I will I will say this, and I'm glad you mentioned that's the, the part I didn't I do, like. I do feel like WB, like <laughs> Warner Brothers, might harken back a little bit to being that director studio, which I think they were getting away from, especially around COVID. Because uh, WB, like Warner Brothers, has been kind of known in the industry to be that studio where they're willing to take risks a little bit more. They're, they're that studio that will hire a Denis Villeneuve and pay a bunch of money to make Blade Runner 2049, knowing that'll probably, you know, not sell as much. And mm. Dune. Uh, so they're willing to take like these really good directors and make these high, you know, uh, flagship movies. And with, uh, with, with James Gunn now on board, I can kind of see that they're going to be back in shape. Um, they are going to take risks. Um, probably with the DC, they're going to hire some people. It's going to go places. It's going to be dynamic. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, Warner Brothers to, to be that that studio that gave the Wachowskis a chance. Mm. I mean, I think you're right. I think they were I think they were kind of fucked before they even got off the ground. And it's I don't even know if it was about giving different directors chances to grow in that. I think, I think honest to God, cause I think they, cause even with James Wan, what was it? James Wan doing uh, Aquaman. Yeah, he did Aquaman. Yeah. So I mean, something like that. they branched out for other voices to do some of these other characters and, and Aquaman was, was widely successful. I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was widely successful. I, and I enjoyed people, it. People loved it. Yeah. And I noticed when they started doing like individual movies, those movies tended to do better than their team movies because they 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 started to pull back and realize, oh wait, we need to actually explain who these people are before we just throw them into a movie together. You know, you need some somewhat of a buildup. Like it just wasn't coherent. Right, right. So I don't know. And Snack Snyder's vision, like with all the Snyder fans frothing in the battles, like no, but his vision was this, like. I shouldn't have to guess what some director's vision was. If the movie is an incoherent mess, it's an incoherent mess. You know what I mean? So I'm with I'm with you, Jay, when you say that some of the stuff was just completely horrible and didn't make sense because it really wasn't tied together really well. I guess my argument would just be that I don't think, and again, it's null and void because they've already made the decision. I just think it's a shame that those actors aren't able to that those characters, the way they're portrayed, aren't able to live on somehow in the new future. And with, do better, yeah. And do better, and do better mm -hmm. in, in better storylines. And you don't even have to give them their individual movies. Like, you could just... I mean, how many times have you read a comic and fucking Batman shows up for, like, two panels? You know what I mean? You could have had a movie where Batman shows up for, like, 15 minutes, or Superman shows up for, like, 20 minutes, or Gal Gadot shows up at the very end. You know what I mean? Like, 
and build upon that you know what i mean and then yeah build it like to a aquaman movie. showing up at the end of uh peacemaker right exactly <laughs> You know? Now, I'm glad you mentioned that scene. I was thinking about that the other day, that Peacemaker scene at the end of the season when the Justice League comes down. Um, now, they, 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 you know, they fly down. You get that scene, right? But they're and this is might this might have been James Gunn already kind of like telling us uh, mm -hmm. foreshadowing their their faces were black. It was just like a void. Um, and yes, I understand uh, I for, and they, I get it, couldn't get the actors scheduling reasons. You couldn't have him there, but what if just, what if <laughs> James Gunn was like, I'm totally okay when just putting voidless, you know, void faces, just black. Cause they're not my, they're not my the silhouettes. They're not the people I'm going to go with. I would go with. Yeah. I think it was a bit of both. I think you're on the money with that. I think mm -hmm. a, obviously like Schuler said, they obviously couldn't get the people and money and it was a money thing but also i think you're right i think he because he could have gone the other way right and just said well i can't get them so i'm not going to even use their 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 characters period the but likenesses. He, but he yeah. made a point to use their likenesses because i think you're right i think to him it's like they don't really matter they're just a a backdrop of the story i'm introducing these newer characters yeah. and that's what i'm saying i think you could have done that for like four to five years and then given us another oh here they are here's the people you remembered in this movie but again It'll be fine. We'll get a new Batman. We'll get a new Superman. We'll get a new. We're getting a new Woman. Harley Quinn too. We'll get a new Harley Quinn singing songs. Mm. You know, I'm here for it. You know, like with Peacemaker. Wasn't Peacemaker one of the most refreshing, fun, just mm -hmm. plain old awesome superhero content you've seen in I don't know forever? Absolutely. His his intro song was like on like one of my top five in my in my Spotify this year, bro. I never, exactly. I, I never skipped it. So yeah. now we have that voice, <laughs> like doing this for us, you know, for 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 the DC and the DC fans. I think well, pause, pause, great. pause, pause. Let's be honest. He gave us fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, but he gave us Guardians of the Galaxy at the right when moment. Most of us too. never even. That's heard what I'm saying. That well, that's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. Like he gave us fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. you this know random if, pro this random property that no one ever heard of and actually turned it into probably one of their best their best selling movies and i want to remind people he started off as a real like auteur like working in trauma vision working on those trauma vision movies these are like low budget shock value movies with a lot of like gorish type type gore i mean just look at fucking tox the toxic crusader and you'll know what i'm talking about and then he goes on to do a movie like slither you know, um, and just he loves he loves creepy, campy, gory, sci-fi, kooky, weird shit. And I think he's the perfect he, voice. He's figured that that yeah. formula to make all of those work. Right. Mm -hmm. The right yeah, amount of humor, the right amount of action, but also the right amount of heart. A lot of heart. Bro, a lot of heart. So much he, pull, he can pull at those like heartstrings and emotional yeah. when we need him the most in that, you know, the third act. And he's good at that. So I think that's what the DC is missing. I think that's what a Superman is missing. So I'm kind of very stoked, you know, to see what they got planned. Like, like yeah. even even for me, like even that Cosner death scene fell flat. Mm. Yeah, that was a miss. It fell flat. Yeah. I was like, meh. That kind of no. got me. It kind of got me. No, <laughs> it kind of got me.
Because it's Costner. Because <laughs> it's exactly. fucking Cost. You know what? Because it's fucking Costner. You know. So, so apparently, I need to start. I need to start watching Yellowstone. Uh, apparently, I, I watched the first season. It's uh, it's good. But I also watched the first season like right when it came out, and so I'm like way behind. There's like four more fucking seasons now, but, and it's all like who shot who and who's stealing from who and Kevin Costner's dead, but he's not dead, and the daughter's a whore. So and it's the like son's so it's a like, politician. It's like Dallas, you know so, what? So, People, so it like gets Dallas? it gets that a lot. It, it, I mean, but it is it is a soap opera for sure. I watched the shit out of Dallas. That was my mom's show. We had oh, one TV. Yeah, who shot Jr? Oh, come on! That just set the world on fire. Who chased after Jr's daughter? Man, had a little dynasty in there. We was good to go. Yeah, that little... never made it to the island, unfortunately. I missed so the whole Dallas. You got your three D's, right? You got your Dallas, your dynasty, and your designing women. Hi oh. I wa- I watched that show too. Of course you did. Yeah, my mom oh. was a designer, so mm-hmm. it was funny to her. And Annie Potts, I know you wanted to tear that up, bro. Dad, she she redhead. They they black men's kryptonite. They are black men's kryptonite. <laughs> so that Janet Mason just kills you every time. Mm. And Lauren Phillips. And Lauren Phillips. If you don't know who Lauren Phillips or Janet Mason are, kids, go ahead and googs. Okay, you googs. I guess I should say goodbye to our listeners because this is you know one of those things that we do on the show. That's yeah. Listen, kids. Whatever we said on this show, whether it was tickling your fancy, tickling Henry Cavill's balls, licking the 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 rectum, whatever it was, if we're tongue punching, if we're if we're tongue if we're, punching the dirt star, if we're yeah. if, if we're tantalizing, if we're titillating, you know what I'm saying? Um, if we're tenderizing it, you know, sometimes you got to tenderize the dirt star too. Do rim jobs end when uh, you stop drinking? Potentially, yes. Potentially, yes, because because yeah. you're not lubricated in a state of mind to get into that ravage savagery. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying the the taste for rim jobs stops there, but I'm saying I was supposed to be saying goodbye. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Whatever we said on the show, don't take it seriously, even if it did tickle your rim job fantasies, because, again, kids, it's just fiction. OK, except everything that Jay Clark said, everything he said is actually fact. OK, he hates the Snyderverse and he hates you, too. Bro. Okay, he hates every Damn. single last one of you motherfuckers. No, I love to hate you. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed uh, it. We'll see you in a year or two for the next episode, or maybe we'll see you next year. Who knows? You know, actually, we know what we should do before the end of the year. We should do a, a favorite Christmas movie episode. I like Christmas movie. Can, can we down. do movie or or a uh, TV show? Oh, you had my attention. I think I've got something for good Christmas. Oh, you saw that I sent you about Bruce Willis talking about Die Hard. I was going to say, yes. that. I don't care what Bruce Willis says. I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what he says. I watch it every Christmas. <laughs> he was like, it's not a Christmas movie. I'll Shut tell up, you, Bruce. I'll tell you what makes a Christmas Where? movie right now. It takes place at Christmas. That is all. That is all. It's good enough. Okay. It's my goddamn electric car, Bruce. Goddamn right. All right, guys. We'll see you later.